don't gotta explain myself. How y'all doing, everybody? This is your boy Ruck. Rock. We are here. This is the first episode. I don't even know how to position this because this is the first episode. This is what we're doing. This is how it's gonna be. You guys are on Don't Gotta Explain Myself podcast. It's the best podcast, and it's gonna be the GOAT. The first episode, I wanted to start it out. Gonna be a little selfish here. The first episode, I really wanted to make it about me. (laughs) I'm not always like that, but I want to make it about me and as to why I'm doing this. Why are we here? uh, What is going on with this? Um, You know who I am, where I come from, uh, what, why I promote the Albanian thing the way I do, why I do music. Everybody's going to try to figure out. They've been asking me questions. I get a whole bunch of DMs. Uh, Everybody's always trying to figure out, but. You know, we have to do it just like that. That's how life happens. We got to figure it out. Um, this podcast, I wanted to start. I'm going to do a lot of solo episodes. I'm figuring out on getting uh, episodes where I could get some guests. Uh, we're going to do everything. We starting from scratch. I feel like a streamer right now. Camera here, camera there. We doing things. Everything is working. I feel so fresh right now. I feel so happy. First episode, I had to rock my New York jersey too. I know I'm not from New York. I'm from Connecticut, but there's nothing in this world I love more than the New York Knicks. That is my squad. That is my team. I love them to death. I'm going to always rock them. I'm going to always support them. And yeah, now y'all know. Uh, But who am I? My name is Ruck, Ruck Merdita. I come from Stanford, Connecticut. I was born in Slovenia. So shout out to Slovenia. I come from Dardanian parents, uh, modern-day Kosovo, I should say. Um, my parents come from Dardania, um, modern-day Kosovo. It is the heart of the Balkans, the heart of Albania. Um, I am Albanian 100% through and through. I come from Merdit origins. For those of you who don't know, that's northern Albania. For all of my followers that are coming from all parts of the world, I come from northern Albania originally. Mirdita, it is a greeting in Albanian as well. It means good day. Good day. Whoo! Y'all know what that means. So, I just want to tell everybody what's up. How y'all doing? Uh, who am I? I am a musician. Um, I've made music. I don't play any instruments. I would love to one day. I'd love to figure out how to use a guitar, how to use a piano, how to use anything. But... We learn it. We learn it. I, could, I only got two hands, one brain, two eyes, one mouth. Come on, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to manage. It's crazy to do all this. Uh, a lot of people don't understand how hard it takes just to learn one hobby. Imagine learning all these other things. It takes time. Everything takes time. Um, Rome wasn't built in a day, nor was Albania. <laughs> but we're going to make it happen. And you know we're going to do it right every day. This is how we do. Your boy Rock is here. We're going to make it happen, all right? Uh, where I come from, uh, like I said, I was born in Slovenia. I came to the United States at three and a half. Um, just a young immigrant kid with ambitions to just be somebody or something here. Um, you know, America is a dog-eat-dog world, but it also is a free world. It's a free country. You're allowed to be and do whatever you want here. You're allowed to be whoever you want to be here, and I'm very proud of that. Um, I've been here about 26, 27 years now. Um, so it's been a long time, man. I, people say, oh, you're American. No, I'm not American. I speak Albanian. I speak English. I grew up speaking Slovenian. I don't speak it no more. I wish I did. But when you don't use the language, how are you going to remember to use it? Um, as well as speaking Albanian. I speak Albanian, um, hundred percent. I mean, maybe not as fluent as the people in Albania or in, or in Kosovo, but I speak it. I understand it. I understand it 100% through and through. Um, I've always wanted to keep it. I've always wanted to remain with that. Um, Albania is a really special culture. It's a really special group of people. Um, We've always been a people who have been oppressed, been uh, not conquered because they can never conquer us, but more of just oppression and war and fighting. We've always been with our backs against the wall. And we've always pulled through somehow, some way. The Albanian culture has still made it. We have still made it. We have always been here. We will always be here. And this is what I'm saying. This is just the beginning. I'm here to create an outlet. I'm here to create a big outlet for all the Albanians here in the United States. Not just Albanians, but people in general. 
Um, I'm here to create something that a spotlight for us. Um, I love the Albanian culture. As you guys can see, I got the eagle right on my arm, like right in camera. Um, I'm Albanian through and through. I got Skanderbeg right on my chain. This is this is me. This is my life. This is who I am. This is how I do. Everybody, I just want y'all to know, being Albanian, it's not... It's cool. It's amazing. Like, it's the greatest thing in the world. I love that I can say I'm Albanian. It's one of the coolest things in the world, saying that I'm Albanian. I come from some of the oldest people in the world. Like, they're starting to find artifacts and stuff that we've been here for over 8,000 years, some 10,000, maybe 12,000. They don't know yet. Um, so it's very interesting because of our history's always been secluded, oppressed, destroyed. Um, you know, you got countries in the Balkans that I don't know just... Everybody just wants to take each other's will. Like, it's crazy over there, man. It's People don't respect the boundaries over there. Everybody's a little hot-headed. But I feel like our time is coming. Everything is is, is pushing forward. Um, we, we got some good leaders in those countries in Albania and Kosovo at the moment. Um, and I feel like everything is going positive. Um, you know, it's, it's not easy to see from an abroad as well, too. And that's the thing I want to do, too. I try to bring the light into my page as much as I can by pushing Albanian media and pushing some of these memes and history and things. I just, I, I try to keep a positive light on my page. That's all it really is. I want everybody to be positive because when you come onto my page, I just want there to be, even if it's negativity in the comments, like I always go into the comments and see that people are, um, people are chatting, you know, people will correct each other. Some people actually have healthy comment battles in my comments. And that's what I like to see. That's cool to me. Anybody that I see that is just, coming on my page and just cursing for no reason or spitting no types of facts at all i'm just like delete block get out of here i don't need that that's not what i want that's not what i'm trying to do and even on some of my posts i put educational purposes only because i'm not trying to offend or hurt anybody but i would like to show people that there is facts there is history lessons about us there is books written about us there is everything written about us it's all set in stone it's not our faults that um other countries have come into our country and destroyed our monuments, destroyed things, kicked us out of certain lands that we've been on. But I don't want to get really into that, but I'm just trying to show people as to why I make my page and why I'm doing that and why I'm starting this podcast. I want to bring a light here to the United States about who Albanians are. I want people to see that we are very friendly people. We're good people. We love people. We don't rob people. We don't cheat people. We don't steal from people. Um, at least I never have. That's something i I've always lived by. It's literally the exact opposite model of what Eddie Guerrero always, would always say, lie, cheat, and steal. I don't lie, cheat, and steal. Um, I'm as real as it gets. That's how it is. It's just how I was raised. Always raised with older people growing up. Thankfully, I have two older brothers. Got a grateful family. So everybody's always trying to ask me, you know, why, why are you doing this page? What's going on with this? I mean, I've, I've always started out as a musician. Um... I started my page in 2012, I guess, when Instagram was first made. I never thought I would be a musician. I never thought I would be here today. I never thought I'd be in this position that I am today. Um, I'm still not anywhere where I want to be. Look, I'm in my room. We started a podcast in my room, but everybody starts somewhere. Um, and I think that's what the best thing about my page is that people are seeing me a progression from me as a person as well. Like from anybody that started following me because of the music a couple of years back. Um, you know, that's what people are seeing. They're seeing a progression and they're seeing that something positive is brewing here um, with my whole weight loss journey and everything like that as well, too. So I'm going to get into all of that as we go on with the podcast. But I just kind of want people to understand as to why I'm doing this and why I'm here and who I am. Um, I love our culture. I love our people. And I just want that to be well documented um, because a lot of things are not in the history books at the moment, but I'm going to make sure that this is, I'm going to make sure that this Albanian is in the history books. I'm going to make sure that us Albanians are in the history books. I'm going to make sure every person that broadcasts that listens to my channel will understand that Albanians are here. We're always going to be here. We never going to stop. We're never going to die. And, and that's just like, that's just, that's just how it's going to be, man. We're going to keep growing and people are going to see that we are who we are. Um, We've never backed down to nobody. Um, 
no matter what anybody says, oh, you guys have been bombarded, blah, we took y'all, this, that, they will never kill us. That's why we are here under the worst oppression that we've ever had with the Ottoman Empire, uh, with the Slavs and everything going on. We are still here. Still here. Both of our countries are independent. It should be one whole country. It should be Dardania. It should be all in one. But sometimes you got to play by other people's rules, blah, 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 blah. So that's how life goes. But we're here. We stay in. It ain't dying out. You see the eagle on my arm. You see Jarvis Castriotti on my arm. So you guys are going to know who I'm representing. Um, this is my life. This is me. Um, yeah. This is how we doing it. Even even so with, with everything uh, musically, um, I started music as well uh, about 2016, 17, right there, uh, right into the end of that year. I kind of just started writing music. I never knew music was going to be a thing for me either. Um, it was one of those things where I needed an outlet. Um, I had to start. I had to start some way. I had to figure out a way on how to push myself, how to. How to get my words out there. I never knew really how to express myself to myself. I never knew how to show myself appreciation or love um, or even to other people. Um, I never knew how to like adjust to that. I, I always dealt with stuff that I would just keep in my head, keep in my heart. And music was my only outlet. Um, when I learned how to write, I figured out. I figured out a lot of things. I'm like, hey, let me let me practice. I literally picked up a pen and paper and I would stay up every single night right here in my room. I would stay up every single night with my Dre Beats headphones. Yes, my Dre Beats headphones. I would stay up with them all night, blasting music till four or five in the morning, literally for like six hours straight in my headphones, writing, listening to one song from a one artist, listening to another song from another artist, just Picking up flows like I got a piece on my bones and I'm just trying to get up like I'm oh you know I would figure these things out and I'd be like hmm this flow and start practicing melodies and that's what it was for me um I kept doing that every single day um nobody probably ever spent more money than me going to the studio and just practicing I literally used to go to the studio at Chris Murder right here in Stanford I literally used to tell them, hey, book me a couple hour session. And the whole time I'd be there practicing songs that I wrote because I didn't have my own stuff here. I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going with this. I'd go to the studio for six to seven hours, eight hours a day, record one song, record another song. I went in there and recorded a whole album in one day in an eight hour session with, with, with homie. Next day I went in there, we mixed and mastered it. The way we could and it came out and that's what I did and it was completely completely new to me I never knew anything about writing I never knew anything about making music but I just made an effort I said what do I got to do let's start writing and jotting stuff down um, I'd listen to beats every day I started listening to beats that would motivate me um, kind of hard into my favorite rappers because at that time you have that anxiety you have that rage you have that that power built behind you like oh i'm starting music i need to spit i need to do something and your first couple songs are always those hard tracks everybody always goes oh why do rappers go from hard tracks to singing because you're figuring yourself out you love a certain way of music but you understand that you're an artist and when you understand that you're an artist, you you start trying new things. You start practicing new melodies. You start listening to some of your favorite artists, uh, no matter if it's female artists, male artists. Um, you start building these influences and you start venturing into different styles and different lanes. Me personally, um, there's probably nobody. I, I shouldn't say nobody in this world, but there's a couple people like me that I know that listen to everything. I can listen to jazz. I can listen to rock. I can listen to country. I can listen to classical music. I can listen to everything, literally everything. You can put me on any kind of music. And I'll listen to it. If it sounds like appealing to me, I will give it a chance. I totally will give it a chance. And, you know, that's what I started doing. I just started vibing to so many different kind of sounds from Nirvana to to rap music, to all my favorite rappers, to DMX, Meek Mill, Jay-Z, all these people. Like, I started mixing styles, started taking songs, and kind of, I would take a song, practice how that artist was singing and rapping, and f follow along with him, and then I'd kind of create my own 
styles and own ways of mixing words and putting two things together and you know just making the right sound come out and i feel like that's why a lot of people from the jump were like hey you're very talented because i really put the time in um i spent hours hours there were so many hours when my parents would walk into my room my mom would walk into my room at three in the morning like why are you yelling why are you rapping what is going on what the hell is happening here and i'd be rapping i'd be going crazy rapping in my room singing blasting music in my headphones not knowing that i'm going crazy but i get so excited because i'd be writing these lyrics and i'm like oh everything is piecing together it's like a kfc meal piecing together one two three into the foe literally just like that and i felt so good about myself i never experienced this and once that all started happening and then i figured out how to write into these beats i'm like this is the perfect blend i really feel i got it and i just took it i took it by storm i literally unleashed a beast that i never knew i had and it was the most amazing thing uh literally within my first year um i started i started kind of making songs by myself and then with a friend um, and then eventually kind of just stayed by myself cause I have a hard time working with people. Um, I really, it's not about trusting or anything like that, but me, I just work well alone. Um, me personally, I've always kind of been a loner, a lone wolf. It's something I've always done. I grew up with two older brothers. Uh, once I kind of got old enough to do my own thing and make my own way, that's what I had to do. Um, I had to find my friends. I had to find my lane. Everything I kind of did was alone. I still do it. To this day, I used to go to the studios by myself. I used to travel to all these places by myself unless my brothers decided to come with me, which they did a lot of the times to help me with music and videos and things like that. But a lot of the times, like studios or anything to meet with people that I never knew, I, I never thought about getting robbed or beat up or anything like that. You know, I'd go meet up with these people and make music. Um, I'd go get ideas. I'd go figure everything out. And it was it was an interesting time. It really was. And um, I just remember my first song that I really blew up with was uh, Don't Gotta Explain Myself, which is the name of my podcast. Um, I wanted to take this time to kind of explain about that as well, since we don't got to explain ourselves, but I do got to explain myself with this. Um, I made a song with Fred the Godson, rest in peace, Fred the Godson, probably one of the greatest rappers that many people have heard of if you're from the east coast and around the the world people have heard of him because when i went to europe people were telling me yo fred the godson the illest because out there they love lyricist rap and he was a very powerful lyricist also an xxl freshman cover artist with meek mill and some big name dogs so that was an amazing amazing rapper an amazing person he pulled up to Stanford, Connecticut, shot a video with me. Probably still my favorite video that I ever made. I think it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I was over 400 pounds at that time. So me, a big dude, he was a big dude. We shot a sick video to a sick song, which backstory behind that song. When I first created it, I instantly knew that this song was going to like blow up for me. Instantly knew. And I heard the beat, found the beat on YouTube. I don't even know who the beat maker was. I don't even know any of this. Um, went and recorded it. And I said to myself, you know, once I recorded it and I heard it, I'm like, this song needs, excuse me. I was like, this song, oh my God, my eyes. I'm like, this song needs a feature. Once this song gets a feature, it's really going to blow. And at the time, like I'm starting music, like I'm working, trying to pay my own life habits, lifestyle, my job, like I'm trying to make things happen. And for me as a, just a startup artist to have that kind of faith in me to go and find a, a rapper around the area that I've, I thought was perfect for the song. When I hit up Fred, I'm like, man, let's make it happen. And he said, please send me the song. I'm not going to record unless I hear the song. So I sent him the song and literally calls me back hour later on FaceTime. Like, yo, that's fire. Literally. Like he was like, yo, that's fire. Um, that's, that's a, that's a dope track. I'm going to record tomorrow. Next day, driving to work, get a FaceTime. I'm like, oh shit, Fred, the godson. 
Like, he's FaceTiming me. He ain't calling me. He FaceTiming me. I'm like, oh, shit. He in a studio with Heatmakers. Heatmakers is a very well-known beat maker, producer here in the East Coast. Amazing. Has made hit tracks for a lot, a lot of artists. Um, but he hit me up in the studio with Heatmakers. And I'm like, oh, shit. Fred DeGasso, what's going on? And I'm driving. I'm going to work. I didn't know what was going on. I was so lit. I was so happy. He's like, yo, I'm like, what's up, Fred? How y'all doing, man? What's going on? Like, I didn't even know what to say. It's my first time really interacting with somebody that popular, that big. You know, to me, it's big because I listen to him. It's my favorite type of music. I love rap and hip hop. Like, it was dope to me. And when he called me, he was like, this track, I just killed it. Yo, you killed it. I'll tell you this. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever featured on. And when I heard that, boom, like boom, 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 boom. I was like, wow. Fred the Godson just told me that's one of the favorite songs he ever jumped on. He's been he's been on songs with Jadakiss. Like, Jadakiss. What? Like, that's crazy. To me, when I heard that, my heart dropped because me, I wear my heart on my sleeve and like I'm a very passionate person. And when I heard that, I'm like, wow. Like, I can't believe I just heard this. And he was like, yo, we about to master it right now and send it back your way. And as soon as that happened, not even two, three days later, I put out the song. The song was so fire. It's a hit for somebody. For somebody like me to just start out in music and that thing hit like 40,000 views after like a couple days or a couple weeks, whatever it was. But for me to hit those numbers, I was like, wow, you know. And it's sitting at 80,000 views or somewhere around there right now at the moment, like almost 60,000 streams, whatever, 70,000 streams. Guys, I'm not the biggest artist. I never really promoted myself. So for me, that's amazing. I love it. I'm very humble. I don't even care if I have 500 views, which some of my songs do. I love it. It's me. I didn't do this for anybody else. I did this for me to make me happy. I did this for my family to hopefully maybe find a way out but at the end of the day i still did this for me because this was something that brought me out of like a depressed mode and it was great so dropping that song it was like wow post it after i post it one share two share three share four share famous people sharing it Famous people from back home were sharing it. I was like, yo, what is going on? I never, I was like, wow, this is really happening. Like, it was really blowing up fast. And at that time, I had like 2,000 followers on my Instagram um, around this 2018 time because this is when it came out. This was like my first really full year of rapping, um, that 2017 going into 2018. So when we dropped that, it was like, Boom, 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 hit, 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 hit. I'm people messaging me, whoa, this is crazy. Never heard anything like this. Your style, Fred the Godson, killed it. You guys killed it. I was like, oh, amazing. And hearing all of this, it just made me made me want to put more like fuel to the fire, I guess you could say. And I just kept doing more and doing more. And doing more and doing more and more songs, more songs, more songs. And I just kept putting on music. But everything I was putting out was pretty good for somebody that just started. And it just made me it made me feel great about myself. I never felt something like this before. And it was amazing to me because I never knew something like this would take off. And like I put that faith in myself and I would tell my family, yo, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. And I remember I just remember like them looking at me like, you sure what the like what is going on what are you talking about you want to be a musician now guys no albanian no albanian no albanian ever imagines their kid becoming a musician unless you grew up in a music household like it doesn't happen they either want you to be a doctor lawyer construction something they want you to be something like it's yeah, no. So when I told them I wanted to do music, they were just uh, shocked to it. They didn't say no. They never said no. But they said, are you serious about it? And when I dropped that, they realized I was serious about it. And that changed everything for me in terms of music. And um, 
Then people started noticing me. I went from 2,000 followers to three, to four, to five, to six, to seven, to eight. Famous people kept promoting me. I was like, this is amazing. Um, the love was amazing. Started doing more videos with more people, other artists, uh, a lot of local people. Because I like working with local people just, just like how I am, you know. I, I want to blow up, but I want somebody next to me to blow up too. I want somebody to eat. Uh, so I did songs with like Rob Twiz, who's another Albanian artist from the city, Brandon Rose, um, Sendos from Georgia. Um, I had songs with Manolo Rose, another well-known writer in the industry. He wrote songs for a lot of famous people, made a lot of songs for a lot of famous people. Um, and just overall, I started making music with people. And then um, it got to a point where I was like, I don't know what to do now. Like, all right, I'm here. Where do I go next? Um, I had no idea because one, I'm an Albanian kid rapping in English, which is cool because a lot, uh, there's been people who have done it, but uh, being here in the States and knowing the trajectory of rap here, I was like, I don't understand how I'm going to fit into the mold here because um, I have a very... I have a very mixed style. I could go from dark and rugged rap because I love DMX and, and Meek Mill and Jada's and all these people to me singing, to me doing R&B. I tried it all. I do it all. Um, I try to attempt to do all this stuff because I love to push myself and it comes out the way it comes out and it comes out amazing. For me, at least it comes out amazing and that's why I put it out. If I don't like it, I don't put it out. I got 100 songs that I've never put out that to me, straight up garbage. Um but I can say that about myself because I have that confidence in myself. I have that feeling in myself to know that what is good and what is not good. And, uh, yeah, I put out a lot of these songs and eventually I said, what do I do next? Uh, so I took the time to think about it and I said, you know what? I made a couple songs that blew up. I said, next is finding a big artist or a big situation back home for me to kind of spread out my name now even more to people back home. There's nothing better than getting the support from your own people. And I was getting support from people here and I was getting support from people back home, but I wanted to spread it out a bit more. Uh, so what I did to start this journey, I told my parents, I said, I'm quitting my job. I'm quitting everything. And I am taking a flight to Europe. <laughs> now, during this time, I have recorded songs. I made songs with some artists in Europe, OG Mercs from England, um, one of my boys from Germany, I had songs in Switzerland, so I was like, you know what, let me set something up for myself, let me go from country to country, shoot some videos, meet some people, and that's what I did, I went to uh, UK, shot my video with OG Mercs, that came out fire, my team was fire, um, the whole time during the time that I was in London, um, I spent a lot of time with another friend of mine named Soze, who's probably one of the illest rappers that I know, especially in Albanian. Um, I don't understand how this guy is not like blown up. He deserves it. Great artist. Um, but yeah, I shot my video with Mercs, spent a lot of time with Soze, learned a lot of stuff there, chopped it up with him, went to Germany Shot a music video there. You know, that song is beast. I love that song. That's one of my favorite tracks. I still listen to it every day. You know, thy, you know, thy means like we big, like we big out here. And that's what I try to do that time because I just felt big. I felt like I was dominating the world. You know, after that, I went to Switzerland, shot a video in Switzerland, stayed in Switzerland. And here's the fun part while I was in Switzerland. Now, there was a lot of people I was supposed to meet with. Um, I had managers contacting me from Albania and Kosovo and telling me, come out here, you meet, we'll make some music, we'll put you on or like our big artists. There was such a spark. I was getting a lot of DMs from some big name managers out there, big name artists that were trying to talk to me, trying to make it happen. Um, and it was one of those things where I was like, I don't really trust these people. <laughs> like, I don't trust nobody. You want to talk about somebody has trust issues? It ain't Drake. It's Ruck. But either way, I went out there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a lane. I'm going to see who's really about it, who's really trustworthy out here. And ironically, I'm in Switzerland. 
And I see two guys in the airport. I'm picking up my uncle at the this, this Switzerland airport because I was out there for like six months. And I'm picking up my uncle and he goes, hey, um, MC Crasher and Lyrical Son, which are probably the most predominantly known rap figures in my country besides Uni Katili and a couple others. Um, they're like the Biggie and Tupac, pretty much. Um, they're lyricists. They're, they go hard. They make new music now to this day, and they're still probably the best ones in the rap game, in the music game. I'm not even going to say rap game because they do it all. They do every style. They make everything happen. It all comes out fire. They never miss, never fail. But my uncle goes, yo, I just got off the plane with them and they're in the airport. I was like, oh, really? Awesome. And I knew of them because obviously they're some of the only rappers that I listen to here in the States that are Albanian. So I said, why not? Why not go take a chance? And I went and took a chance and I shook hands with them. And Lyrical Son goes to me, I know who you are. And I'm like, Lyrical Son knows who I am what <laughs> and when i when i heard that i'm like my hard drive because i was like really i was like how do you know he goes i know you from your song and then i when i started playing the video he was like i know the song i've seen it i've seen it promoted i've seen people promote it i know your song and from that moment on um i was chopping it up with them for a quick couple minutes before their producer picked him up producer at that time lived in switzerland and get a message from them and they're like come work so after that, I went there, linked up with them, started working. Well, I started working with their producer, I should say, in Switzerland. Uh, shout out to uh, Strike Beats, who's a very talented person. Um, but we started working together and it's kind of working with them, making music there in Switzerland. And at the time, I was telling them, I'm trying to go to Kosovo because I want to go see family. Um, I want to go meet some people out there. And they told me, when you go to Kosovo, you got a place to go. I I didn't really have a place to go, so it was perfect for me of them telling me, go to Pristine, you got a place to go, go chill out at the studio. And that's exactly what I did. I went to the studio because I had nowhere else to go. So I get there, and now here I am in Pristine and Kosovo with MC Kresha and Lyrical Son. Like, guys, you don't know what this means to me. Um, Every single day that I was there, I was just mind blown i was so shocked i didn't know what to do what to say i was i was literally mind blown i'm I'm around my two favorite rappers who know me who know my song who know my music i'm like wow um but a lot of people at this time don't know i went to europe too and i just came fresh off of a surgery so i was really bad i was doing really bad mentally emotionally physically i was drained i was not feeling good the whole entire time that i was in europe i was really bad but i still made it happen i still went and recorded uh most of an album um sadly a lot of those songs never got put out but i'll talk about that in the future but um i went out there made some music and then meeting them and being in the studio with them it was just like such a shocking thing to me and being able to stay there with them and I stayed there with them for a while. And, um, the way I was being taken care of and, um, the whole experience there was just an amazing one. Um, I never knew that some people could be this humble and this real and this respectful in the game where they would allow me to stay in their studio, which is used for famous artists in that country to come record. Like I was seeing famous artists every single day of meeting people and talking to them. Like I knew them. <laughs> so to me this was a whole new experience that i never never thought i'd experience but it happened for me and it was one of the most luckiest most humbling cool experiences ever being able to chill with your two favorite rappers learning things from them every single day um being fed by them like they was whipping it up for me i'm like yo this is crazy like i can't believe it like it felt so good i felt like family and it came down to a point where i was like you know, I made it this far. I made all these songs. I was doing all this stuff in the studio. I was not feeling good mentally, physically, emotionally for my surgery. And one thing I said to them was, you know, I just want to have the chance. If I never get to do this ever again, like I always have the extreme confidence in myself. But I said, if I never get to do this again, I want to be able to perform one song at Sunny Hill Festival. Um, 
that to me was big. And now it's also not an easy thing to just throw some random artist from Connecticut to a big festival like this hosted by Dua Lipa. And like the the main event for that three day series was Miley Cyrus. So like, just imagine like you're taking a little kid from not, I shouldn't say little kid, but you're taking a guy from a little state like Connecticut and just throwing him into a show of 40,000 people without ever performing ever in his life. Like I never performed, never performed. I performed at a little stage here in Connecticut in front of 40 fans five of them being my family or six or seven, whatever you want to call it. So to me, that was the only thing I ever experienced and getting there and asking them for that. It was big. And it took a lot of courage for me too to ask because the way I asked too was amazing. Um, Cause this was after some time of being with them, hanging out with them every day, going to concerts, going to shows, being in a studio all day long. Like we'd stay there, have conversations. I was there during Ramadan. So it was, it was really interesting time. Like I spent a lot of time learning from two of the smartest people in my country, like in the entertainment world, in the music world, in the, in this, I guess, Estrad, like they say in Albania, like it was really cool to me. And I said, the only thing I really want to get away from this is a friendship, a forever friendship and just being able to perform on Sunny Hill Festival. And I remember having that conversation with MC Chris. I was like, bro, personally i was like i love you guys that much and i appreciate you guys that much if i never make a song with you after today i would never mind i'm not here for the fame i'm not here for fame i'm not here for that i definitely want to make money from this but i said i'm not here from fame i'm not here to eat from anybody like no i just want a position and a chance to perform in front of all my people like this is like one of my first couple times coming to Kosovo and I was like, I just want to perform in front of all my people because it will just fulfill that feeling in my heart that I feel like I needed to kind of like start and complete this part of the journey. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, how do I make it happen? You know, what do I do? And he was like, I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm going to see if I can get you on. And I go back to Switzerland for a whole, like another month or two. And, um, I get a call, I get an interesting call and it's from the producer. And they, like, they tell me that I'm performing at Sunny Hill festival. So when I heard that, I just instantly, like instantly started crying. I couldn't believe it. Um, I was like, this is, an amazing and amazing feat and I could not believe it and I was so proud of myself like I started crying I called my family back home I just could not believe that this was happening but at this point I'm like I don't even know what song to perform I don't know what song I'm gonna perform at Sunny Hill Festival so we recorded one fire track there in Switzerland that I said this is the one this is the one I want to perform it's probably completely different than the what the guys make um what MC Kresha make, what Lyrical Sun make, what any of the people from the group made, from the pink group. But I said, you know what? I want to be different because that's who I am. I'm different. I'm always different. I can't be the same as everybody. I'm different. I'm very different. I got my own mindset, my own eclectic style. I got everything. It's just me. It's a ruck. I'm unique. I feel like I'm unique to the world. So I got to stay unique. Um, it's not a selfish thing. It's not a ego thing. It's not a, it's just more of a, I want to fulfill my heart. <laughs> I want to make myself happy. So that's one of those things that I was like, let's do it. Let's make a fire bang. We found a fire beat, made a fire song. And there we go. Day comes nervous as hell, but I was like a good nervous. I wasn't scared. I was just nervous. I'm like, what if I fuck up? Um, and it was one of those things that let's do it. You know? Um, Got on stage. I was already there listening to some of their music. They're, you know, performing. And then it was my turn to perform. And I went on and I just remember nobody ever wears sunglasses in the dark. Unless you're part of that song. But I'm wearing sunglasses in the dark on stage. But there's so many lights. I can't even see nothing. 
all I see is waves, like waves of waves of people. And I'm like, God damn. And my song starts playing. I'm all off tune. I'm all like, oh my God, what is going on? I can't even hear myself. I'm like, what is happening? I start performing. And I can see the crowds like, who is this guy? Like, who is this guy with Pint? You got a chubbier looking dude with long hair, kind of looking like MC Crash on a chubbier fashion. <laughs> it's like, who is this guy? And I start performing and I'll see everybody's like, hmm. And then as soon as like the beat drop, you just see everybody go up. And I have it on video. I've posted on video plenty of times. It's on video. People have seen it. The crowd blows up. I'm like, yo, this is insane. And at that point, I'm already, I forgot the words. I forgot everything. I just recorded the song like three weeks prior to that. I'm like, I can't believe this. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I see Dua Lipa bopping her head. I see Gashi was there bopping his head. Um, you know, the musicians, her parents, her family, like all these fans. That's all I could pay attention to is everybody just going up and down. And my mind was blown. And after that moment, I remember after that moment, after the whole performance, and then MC Krish on Lyrical Son killed it with Ledri and all these guys at the end, they killed it. I just remember at the end just tearing up because I was like, I can't believe this kid who came to America in 97 at three and a half years old and now is in his 20s performing in the country that his parents come from, that his people come from. And I just felt so, so, so ecstatic. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that I just performed in front of my people. I never thought I'd have that opportunity in my life. And when that happened, it was like a whirlwind of whirlwind of emotions, whirlwind of experience. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing that I've ever done in my life. And it was just so special because at that moment I had my brother there too. And I hadn't seen my family for couple months i was out in europe for a couple months and i seen my mom she came by you know but having my brother there was probably the coolest thing ever because he was recording everything but either way having him there made me feel like hey finally somebody's home somebody's somebody's here to to see me you know and it felt great so it was a special moment i just remember hugging him and i remember just being there in that moment and realizing like, wow, I really just did this. Like this really just happened. And it was great. It was a really great experience. I couldn't believe my, I couldn't believe myself. I couldn't believe that I just did that. But all the thanks goes out to MC Crashaw, Lyrical Son, the Pent Group, um, K Master, um, you know, their, their manager, all the team, the whole team, everybody, everybody that was in that crew, um, at that time, um, I thank them every day. I still talk to a lot of them. I still thank them every day. It's still one of the coolest, most memorable experiences of my life. I hope to recreate that someday again because I do plan on starting music again. I haven't done it in two and a half years. Once COVID started, it was just a big mix of emotions, different jobs, different things going on. I, you know, it was hard to, hard to juggle everything. Um, when you got a personal life here too, finding work, changing, changing your life, trying to lose 200 pounds, a lot of things can go wrong. A lot of things can burn you down, hurt you. Um, and that's what was going on. But here we are. Here we are today. Here we are. And we doing it. And I don't want to go crazy with going super long podcast on the first episode, but I really, really wanted to just touch down on who I am and my mission and my goal for this whole podcast. Um, my goal for this podcast is to really be that outlet. Um, we've never really had an outlet here in the United States in terms of for Albanians. Um, and just for, just for people that do creative things. My goal here is to get people on here that creative business people, creative, uh, mindsets, um, hardworking people, just people with real stories, real ambitions, real goals, not just Albanians, but just anybody that I know that has a talent and has to get their word out and has to get their talent out. And I want to get these people onto a show where they can be themselves and they can speak everything about being real and just, you know, bringing out a side to them that nobody sees or people want to learn too. And my goal is to bring these experiences out to all my audience. I want my whole audience to 
get new experiences in life because I want to learn these experiences too. I want to know who these artists are. I want to know who these business people are. I want to make these things happen. I want there to be an outlet for everybody that views my show and is part of my audience. I want them to all build in life. I want them to all contain and create this positive mindset and positive um, influence um, that I'm trying to trying to bring out here because life is short. Life can go fast. Um, I learned a lot of things now as I'm getting older that life can hit you really fast. And if you don't got a certain talent or ambition or drive, you're going to get stuck in the mud. Now, you don't want to get stuck in the mud. Because once you're stuck in the mud, you pull your, you pull your foot out, your shoe gets stuck in the mud. Now your other shoe is going to get stuck in the mud. Something's going to get stuck in there. You don't want to be stuck in there. Because there's going to be a part of you that you're not going to be able to pull out. And pause. But either way, I want there to be an outlet for all of us creatives um, in any type of environment of the world. I want there to be an outlet for us where we can come on here and everybody can get a new look or a new outlet in life in terms of different jobs, different positions, different musicians, different artists, movie stars, anything. I want to bring that to light um, and just give people a chance to speak their word. There's a lot of people here, a lot of talented unheard misrepresented people that could have some good things to say and can give knowledge to a lot of people that I know, especially in my community. Cause I get tons and tons of DMS. I know these people can change people's lifestyle. And a lot of these people have changed my mindset. There's a lot of people I look at too, that I message every single day. And I say, yo, you motivate me to be better. You do this, you do that. Just like this whole working out thing. I see a lot of people that I follow, a lot of my friends that have changed their lives through working out, and I contact them and I say, guys, you're pushing me to be better. And sometimes doing this, people doing this and building self-confidence, that's self-confidence right there when you can tell another person like, yo, you're motivating me, you know? And when I could do something like that, it drives me too. That's why I go harder at the gym. That's why I focused on starting my podcast as soon as possible. I don't care if I don't have the perfect lounge, the perfect space, the perfect whatever it is. I'm starting because why? I know if I start today, tomorrow, I'm only going to get better. But if I don't start today, there's no chance or opportunity in me to get better. How are you going to get better if you don't fail or if you don't succeed the first time? Um, If you don't succeed the second time, there's always the third and fourth time. But you have to try. You have to push yourself to do this. You know what I mean? And it doesn't get easy. I know it's not an easy road. A lot of people don't know how to take that first step, but sometimes not knowing how to take that first step is the best first step. And that's how I learned. That's how I figured things out. That's how I'm like, you know what? We're going to change my life. We're going to change my family's life and things are going to get going. And right now, it's the best time for me to do it. Um, I feel like my page does really good in promoting and showing who we are as Albanians and showing who is I, who I am as a person and my character. Uh, people see that I'm very motivated. I got my two feet leveled on the ground. Um, I work very hard, five, six days a week. I have a day job. I'm doing, trying to do this podcast. Well, we're doing it now. I shouldn't say trying. We started. We're here. We're doing it. And we're going to be the biggest in the world. Don't got to explain myself podcast. You already know, but I work hard. Everything I've ever done. I worked hard. I've spoken into existence. Everybody says energy plays a big part in your life. And I remember those days where I would wake up negative, wake up sad. And what would happen that day? It would ruin my day. Now I wake up every day, positive mindset. I'm going to be able to take this down. I'm going to be able to conquer this. I'm going to be able to do this. Let's do it. Just do it. I really take that motto. Just do it to a serious a serious light because that's what I say every single day when I go to the gym. I'm like, you know what, Rock? Just do it. Stop being a bitch. Just do it. And then I do it. <laughs> so everything I've ever done in life has just been like that. You just got to jump into it, man. Um, it's like skydiving. Once that door opens, you just got to fucking do it. You, there's no bitching out. You got to jump. And that's literally what I've done with everything that I've really... Um, admired or loved in my life and wanted to go and and do i've just jumped right in it and i feel like that's the best way to learn who you are as a person as well 
It teaches you a lot about you because it's either sink or swim. And a lot of the times I have sunk. (laughs) A lot of times I have sunk and you will sink. But as long as you keep continuing to swim up, swim up, swim up, swim, you will reach and then surpass the surface. You will reach on the land that you're trying to get on. You will be that person. You will be that thing you're trying to become. But you do, you do have to push yourself. And guys, this is coming from somebody that used to be 440 pounds. 440 pounds. I stopped pushing myself for a long time. I gave up on myself. I gave up. I I didn't know who I wanted to be anymore. I didn't know what I wanted to be. But it's the perfect sign to show you that you can change your life. You can change it. Nobody else is going to change your life but you. I wake up every day now with a mindset that I'm going to change myself and be better. And no matter where I go, if I'm at work, if I'm at, if I'm working with other artists, if I'm chatting with people on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is in terms of business, in terms of music, in terms of lifestyle, in terms of whatever it is, what I'm always doing is spewing the most positive light I can on somebody's life because you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Nobody knows what happens in my life behind closed doors. You see me on social media, but you don't know what goes on in here, what goes on in here, what goes on in here, what goes on everywhere. Nobody knows. And that's why I treat people in the most humblest way, the most respectful way. And one important thing to me as well that I learned in school, probably one of the only things I ever learned in school because I hated school. School sucks. But doesn't mean don't stay in school, kids. Some kids got a knack for school, so stay in school, kids. Um, But I just remember a teacher telling me to be always be humble because karma's a bitch. And if you disrespect people, if you don't lend a hand to people, if you don't make people feel good, karma's going to really just snap up and creep up on you and bite you in the ass when you least expect it. And... That's one thing I always feared in life. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be good to people. I'm going to help people. And I've always, 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 even in terms of me starting my music, I used to hit up people every day. Let's make a a song. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because me, what was I trying to do? I was getting the light for myself. But at the same time, I wanted those people to get the light too. And and a lot of the times it worked. So, I mean, I always looked out for people. And, but my mission, my mission is really to just bring a positive light to us Albanians here in the United States, but also at the same time pushing the culture, but just being able to push people. Um, I think an overall group of people, not just Albanians. I want to push people to just be their best selves. And I want to get people on this show that will teach us some life experiences, some differences. Everybody comes from a different part of the world. Everybody comes from a different experience. People come from being homeless. People come from having no money. People come from having no family. People have people have been through war. People have been through struggles. People have lost it all and come back. I want to bring these people on the show. Uh, people who stayed up countless hours to learn certain talents and I've done it all. I want to bring these people on this show and give people all across the world and my whole audience to really understand the life of human beings. Because I feel like everybody's so stuck on materialistic shit. And I think we really need to die down and understand people and human and where everybody comes from. Because we all come from different places. We all take certain routes. But I want to bring people that never gave up. And follow their dreams, follow their goals, because I feel like everybody should be following a goal and following an ambition. And I want to bring that positive mindset and positive experience to everybody's life and anybody who does listen to my podcast. I'm probably going to get two people listening to it, probably get a 100 people listening to it. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's 5, 20, 50,000. Those people that are listening, I want to have the most positive experience in your life. And I want you guys to understand that this show is going to be not just for me, but it's going to be for you guys. It's going to be a cool outlet. And I can't wait to get certain people. I have a lot of people that I've already talked to. Um, I've already kind of set up a mutual agreement as to coming on my show eventually, you know, and I feel like people are going to really, really enjoy as to what's going to happen here with my show. And I really feel like this is going to be, I really 
feel like this is going to be the thing that takes off more than my music. And it's going to be something that will start a wave and will start a foundation, uh, not just for myself, but for other Albanians in the future, other people in the future, not just Albanians, but just other people in the future to start their dreams and start their goals. And that is the one biggest thing that I do want to push is people to just follow their goals because it is a short life. It is a short span. Do what you love. Make yourself happy. I'm telling you guys, I'm looking at you guys straight in the eyes. Make yourself happy. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Remember, you're born alone, you die alone. Do it for yourself. I know that sounds selfish, but do it for yourself first. Then you can decide, you know, who you can help when you do when you do start doing well and stuff like that, because, you know, some people are closer than the others. Some people have helped you out more than others or some people have helped you out. Nothing at all. So really understand as to why you're doing your goals, but start them and have this ambition, have this drive to be the best in whatever it is. It doesn't matter if you doesn't matter if you're the best at drawing stick figures or the best at making six figures and putting seven figures and eight figures and nine figures together. <laughs> you know, I'm going on both separate parts of the world. Like if you're an artist, if you're a banker, if you're a lawyer, just be the best of person you can be. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to push that drive. I'm here to push that motivation. That's my goal. I want to create that outlet for people. They're going to be coming on this show and becoming big, if not bigger, they'll bring a they're going to bring a big light to whatever audience it is. And I guarantee we're going to help and we're going to push a lot of people to become their best selves. I guarantee it. And we're going to have real raw conversations with people. I ain't going to be afraid to ask people certain questions. Um, It's going to be a thing where, excuse me, not used to this first episode, but there's going to be a point where I do ask serious questions and I will ask people questions that probably will make them uncomfortable, but this is a whole part of life. This is part of loving yourself and understanding that shit ain't easy. Um, I want to get the real depiction of everybody. Um, everybody's going to be coming into this, you know, raw. That's my thing. It's going to be raw, uncensored, fun. Everything is going to be amazing. We're going to have a full-out podcast. A full-out show is going to be awesome. There's going to be episodes where I have guest hosts. There's going to be hosts with me. Um, I'm going to have multiple different people on the show, in and out of the show. So there's going to be another studio I'll be using in the meantime as well. So we're going to really, really take off with this. And I really feel like we're going to inspire a lot of people. And my main goal is to just inspire, make sure people do the right thing and they find their niche. I just want people to find their niche and do what they do best. And that's really, really my goal. It's really my goal, guys. And I feel like everybody has to understand, find something, find something you love. Just find something that makes you happy. Don't do it for the money. Just do something that makes you happy. Whatever you do, never do it for the money. When you start doing things for the money, that's when shit goes bad. And you don't want shit to go bad. You want shit to stay positive. And that's where the whole experience of be humble and sit down. Be humble. All right? If not, sit your ass down. Being humble will get you places. Trust me. You don't have to be a snake. You don't have to be an asshole. I never bit the hand of anybody that fit me. I never... I've never, ever, ever, ever backstabbed anybody. I've never. All I've ever tried to do is support and help people and uh, tell people, to, you know, we're going to make it. We're going to do it. And that was always my goal. So that is one thing you guys will know about me and will see about me in these podcasts that we're going to make everybody a winner. Everybody's going to be a winner. And then at the end, when we make it, we won't even have to explain anything. That's why I tell them I don't got to explain myself. I'm in it for the music. Ain't no fame or wealth. I don't want that. I just want people to grow. That's it. You heard? I ain't explaining myself after that anymore. Never. No. No. Nah. Never. Ever. Never. Okay? So, guys, understand. 
We are here to win. We're here to be amazing. This podcast to me is something special and I adore it. And I will I will treat it like something really amazing as long as I understand that the audience is with me and we're going to build and grow. And there's going to be a lot of stuff where we're going to learn from each other, learn from my guests. And overall, I want to say I appreciate those that are here with me on this first episode. And I will appreciate everybody that likes, shares, subscribes, comments to my channels, comments to my pages, follows my pages. But the most important thing, I appreciate everybody that does support my audience. You guys are the reason why I'm starting this and why I'm doing this. And I really, really want to take this to a next level. I want to make this something really special. I want us to all enjoy something together. And we're starting from ground zero, guys. We are starting from ground zero. This is ground zero. This is ground zero. And we're going to grow together. And I guarantee a year from now, a year from where I am today, not just me, but my whole audience, we going to be big. And it's going to be special because I will remember the real, real followers. I will remember everybody that's really here on my page and pushing me. I'm going to remember. And trust me, I'm going to take care of my people just like I took care of y'all with the PS5 giveaway. Like... I'm going to take care of my people. I'm going to do things for my people. Trust me. My whole goal, my ambition for once I do um, make it to where I want to make it. My whole ambition is to go back um, to Dardania, to Kosovo, to create an art school for people like me. Um, People like me, people like you. I know there's a lot of people with a lot of talent, especially in Kosovo. Kosovo is... A very talented melting pot of people in terms of academics, in terms of athletics, in terms of artistry. We are very unique, very cultural people. We were very talented. And I want to go back to Kosovo one day and build a school, an art school, where people with all these kind of talents can go explore themselves explore themselves and find out who their true selves are just like i found myself and had the space here um in the studio you know a lot of these people back home can't afford to do these things and i want to make it a possibility where these people can learn all their talents if it's making music if it's art art if it's uh trying to learn certain uh habits at work and life if it's uh learning a new sport, new athletic. I'm trying to bring this to my country. I'm trying to do this because I feel like nobody is trying to do this in a positive outlet. And I want to do this. I want to do it positively. I want to be able to help kids stay in that country, be able to stay in the country, but be able to do what you love and get paid for it and, and become great at something. Like, I don't want people to have to leave the country they love just to find an experience um, just to find a career. Like, why do I have to leave my homeland to find a career? And I, I really want to change the game. I really feel like people should not have to leave the place they love just to have some sort of opportunity. And I really want the opportunity to be there for those kids, for those people. It's going to be of all ages. I really, that's, this is my dream. This is my one dream is to go back to my country and create this and hopefully I can get to the point where this can happen. And this is my dream. It's always been my dream when I started music. The one thing for me was always I want to get to a point where my mother and my father never have to work a day in their life ever again. Because um, my mom still works daily, works hard. My brothers work daily. I want to get to a point where they never have to work. And people in my country can stay in my country and enjoy their lives and be able to stay in a place that they love because i wish i could be back home sometimes i wish i could be back in kosovo albania and and be enjoying my life but i know it's hard and i know it's not easy so and i know there's people all around the world that are doing this i know there's people that want to go back to their home countries and their home countries probably don't have much to offer in terms of opportunity so i want to be able to build this opportunity for my people um to grow to become better to finding their passions and this is my wholesome dream this is my goal and this is what I'm going to work towards and one day I know one day I know I'm going to build this and this is going to happen 
It's guaranteed going to happen. Speaking into existence. So just want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening to me today. Um, I really wanted to show you guys about me, tell you guys about me, tell you about what I'm about and tell you for what's to come because we will have a great show. Don't got to explain myself podcast will be the number one show. It will be amazing. And I really hope everybody sticks around and becomes part of the largest community that's largest Albanian community that's going to happen here in the United States and just become part of a wave. Drake did it. Kanye's doing it. He's wearing an eagle every day. You're going to be part of this wave. I'm telling you, it's going to be a cultural wave of Albanians. We're going to look, we're going to make it. We're going to get there. And not just that, but anybody in my audience, I'm going to make sure everybody is happy and loving life. By the time you're done watching every single episode, this is, you're going to be learning something. You're going to be feeling something that personally will change your life. And I guarantee it. So I want to say thank you for tuning in to Don't Gotta Explain Myself podcast. This was the first episode. Probably not the craziest. Like I said, we started from ground zero. I almost look like a Twitch streamer. This is pretty dope. Got the double camera action. I look like a Twitch streamer. But guys, we're going to make it happen. And I guarantee you, we're going to have the number one show in the world. Thank you for tuning in today to Don't Gotta Explain Myself podcast. This is Ruck, and I'm out. Bang.